Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty, pretty well. That's great. Happy to be back here. On the on where is that? On the island. On the island of Lost. The island of Shuffle Lost. Shuffleosity. Well, welcome to the Island Shuffle. This is the podcast where myself, Bean Levier, and myself, James Brown, we rewatch the we watch Lost in the wrongest order possible. Uh, and you're asking how wrong can it be? Well. Let me tell you a thing or two about a thing or two. We don't even know what episode we're watching half the time because we let random.org decide. And it's true random. It's but we'll get into that <laughs> we'll, yeah, later. We'll get into that. You'll he- you'll he- you'll get an earful. Trust me, that's the only thing we can guarantee about this podcast is an, <laughs> is an earful about random.org. We can't even guarantee that much about loss, really. I wish I could say that we were sponsored by random.org. It seems more and more as time goes on, like random.org is sponsored by us. Uh, you know, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Uh, anyways, uh, don't, uh, just cause we're saying invest in random.org, it uh, doesn't mean our pockets are going to be lined with anything or anything. No, yeah. not yet at least. Not yet. Yeah. It, it takes a while for that stuff to kick in. Yeah. I think you usually have to run ads for a year or two mm-hmm. before the people that you're advertising for notice and start to pay you. Exactly. So, uh, we're, we're getting there. Blue Apron, Squarespace. Uh, the whole, the whole gang, uh, the mattress company somewhere. Mailchimp. The whole gang. Um, so... This week we watched an episode of Lost, <laughs> as we always do. Oh, we hella did. Oh, boy, howdy. And this week it was season six? Season six. Let me tell you about season six. Season um, six is... Not good. Not good. <laughs> Definitely not good. But we're going to talk about a very specific episode yes, of season Yes, we're not six. talking about all of season six, although it might come up on account of context. Uh, but this is season six, episode 14. Episode 14. Uh, very, very late. This is like two episodes. There's this episode, two more episodes after this episode, and then yeah. the finale. Hell so yeah. this is incredibly late game lost. This is the latest I've been yes. aside from the finale. Yeah, we've watched a bit of the finale, but, uh, yeah, this is episode is called The Candidate. Uh, it centers on Jack mostly. Oh, I was about to say I don't know why it's called that, but now I do. Yeah, you remember. I uh, remember. There is a candidate. There is a candidate. There's not a political candidate. No, though. no, no. It's no. not like someone's running for office. It's not like Although that time that Hurley ran for the mayor. There should have been a crooked politician character on Lost. That's yeah, so fucking that's perfect. That's all was missing. That's so, like, that's so, like, fits the mold, where yeah. it's just like you see them make a decision, and they're like, oh, I'm bad, and then the island reforms them, and it's good. Oh, I feel I feel like that would have been fit such the mold. They should have had that character instead of Charlie. They <laughs> 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 uh, they should have had that character instead of Michael. Uh, oh hell yes! Yeah. Seriously, uh, Michael just should have been that character. Yeah, that would be cool. What did Michael do for a living? Uh, he, it is alluded to often that he is an artist, although oh, yeah. we never yeah. see any what, of it. We don't even. Is he a painter? I have no idea. <laughs> what does this show lost think that artists do i guess whatever <laughs> that means he's that type of artist apparently they just he, they think he um is just bad at being a dad that's yeah, what artists at, are at no point does he ever demonstrate any amount of artistic ability <laughs> or interest he never talks about art he never creates art he never appreciates art listen 
but he's an artist. <laughs> I love to rag on Michael as much as the next guy, but there was no Michael in this episode. There was no Michael in this episode. There was none percent of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's something that really has going for it. That's a that's a positive. Um, so <laughs> I don't even know where to start because it's a season six episode, and there's always a lot happening, uh-huh. uh, and yet it always nothing happening. Um, do you want to start with the island stuff? Because I feel like that's the densest stuff, and I kind of want to. Like, yeah, for sure. The island stuff is the only stuff that really seems to make it mean m- anything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of want to get it get it out of the way. So the island stuff. The island stuff. It starts, and Jack is waking up in a boat. As one does. And it's a small little boat. It's a little boat, not a and big boat. It is on the beach. Mm-hmm. And beside the boat, who else? Sits Said. But Said. And. It is lit. It is lit. Actually, a torch is lit next to them. A torch is lit. That's what's lighting the shot. Mm -hmm. And then a man comes Mm -hmm. who is using the body of John Locke (laughs) to do his bidding. Exactly. But it isn't John Locke. No. It's the smoke monster. It's the smoke monster manifesting as John Locke. Uh, just, (laughs) so remember how that's a thing in season six? Uh, Uh, just a fun reminder that that's happening. The smoke monster is Locke. Mm -hmm. And Locke is dead. Uh, But his body is being used. Uh, as I understand it, his literal body isn't being used. Oh, it's just his likeness? His likeness, exactly. It's, but Terry O'Quinn is being used. Yes, Terry O'Quinn is performing as the smoke monster. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, also... Uh, this doesn't really come up at all, but Saeed is a zombie or something. Yeah, Saeed, Saeed died is, and came back. He doesn't back. seem like a zombie. He seems in this fine. Episode. He does. He seems super chill. He seems just. He it just seems chill. like they killed him five episodes ago, and then we're like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, bring him back. It's I fine. liked him. It's fine. Um, so basically, the rest of the gang who we'll get to has been captured by Widmore's nerd squad. By the nerd squad. Uh, we're hanging out on Hydra Island, which is where the cages and uh-huh. such, where everybody was locked up back in the start of season three, if you'll recall. Yes. Um, the cages. Where Jack did a surgery on Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot happened there and a lot's happening there now. Um, in fact, actually all this episode takes place on that island, which is weird to think about. Um, <laughs> so, We've got Jack, we've got Locke, we've got Saeed. And Locke is like, your friends are all captured by Widmore. And Jack's like, you're the smoke monster. Why the fuck should I fucking trust you, idiot? Uh-huh. And, Locke, and Locke's response is, because I could kill you and every one of your friends, but I haven't. So... That's not a good reason to trust someone. That's just a threat of death. Yeah, that's just an open death threat. Why should I trust you? Because I haven't murdered you yet. What? <laughs> that's so. That's such a low bar. That makes you less trustworthy. Exactly. Most a, people don't even bring up killing me. That is such a... Yeah, it goes unspoken. It is straight up illegal to do so. <laughs> I mean, they are on an island outside of laws. That's true. They're in international... Waters. Waters. That's exactly right. Um, So, meanwhile... It's sort of like how this show Mm -hmm. exists in international waters. It does. Explain. Well, it's on the internet. And where's that really, you know? That's true. It could be, you could access this show anywhere. You could, unless you're in a nation where the internet is forbidden. 
That's true. So think about well, that. Well, I've got my 4G. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. You do have your 4G. I mean, it won't be LTE, but <laughs> <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they go... Well, yeah, the people are at the cages. Yeah, here's they get locked in the cage. Uh, Widmore and all his like crew of nerds lock a motley posse. We've got a big posse. Let's roll call them. We got Sawyer, classic. Kate, Kate classic. Hurley, Hurley classic. Uh, Sun, Sun and Jin are both and there Jin. as well. And of course, Claire, Claire is there as well. Uh, and Claire's zombie is claire a zombie Claire's claire like, is claire's a zombie i think claire's she's a zombie in the same way that saeed is a zombie yeah. which is technically mm-hmm. but not through but, her actions but not really. through her actions or in any meaningful way they signify that she's a zombie in this episode by giving her frizzy hair yes that's how you know <laughs> oh this show's dumb yeah it's ridiculous uh, if you uh, i uh let me say right off the top and we'll see if I regret the statement at the end of the episode. Had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> uh, I had some fun watching it. I had a reasonable... I mostly enjoyed this episode. Not to say that it is a good episode. Uh-huh. Uh, but that it is... Uh, I, cu- I just couldn't really believe what I was seeing most they of the time. They do a lot of things, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. Because it's like... I think it was last episode that we watched. Mm. They were on a raft and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas I much prefer this where... Sort of too much happens to the point that you can't, like, process, process anything. Yeah. yeah. I do prefer that to nothing happening. Mm-hmm. I, uh, as a child of the internet, uh, I need to be constantly overwhelmed by everything. <laughs> or else I just don't feel much of anything at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, season six of Lost is like... They just hit the Google I'm feeling lucky button over and over and over again. Or like they typed in a couple episodes into their phone and then took the first suggestion forever. And it always ends up with this like raucous, ridiculous conclusion. It's just like, yeah, it's season six is a lot of things. But you definitely can't call it boring. No. Except for sometimes when it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we digress. Uh, Frank Lapidus, the pilot, is also there. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the pilot. Up. He's wearing his pilot's uniform. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole squad that gets locked in the cages. And there's a moment where Sawyer is like, oh, I'm not getting back in these cages. And then he, like, dunks on the guy. And then Widmore comes out and threatens to kill Kate. It's not really that. In- all- it doesn't matter. All- they end up getting in the cages. Yeah, they uh, get in those cages. Uh, it's a, uh, Yeah. And, and they're so like, uh oh, trapped in cages. And what are we gonna and do? And they're like, we're back at, we're back in here again, huh? Remember uh, when this happened earlier? I bet we'll we... be in these cages for more than five minutes. <laughs> and then, nope. Guess who comes through? Uh, the smoke monster. The smoke monster in smoke form. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, what happens first is the power goes out. Yeah. And then comes the p- smoky monster. Uh huh. And the smoky monster k- kills pretty much everyone, as far as we can see. Oh yeah, everyone. Uh, and Kate's reaching for some keys. Yeah, it kills everyone that's not in a cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate's reaching for some keys, and Jack comes through and swipes the keys and helps them escape from the thing. And they're like, what are you doing? And Jack's like, I'm with him. And they're like, g g g g What? You're with him? Well, I'm with her. Hashtag <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Hillary. R.I.P. She died as she lived. No, no Not jokes. The president. <laughs> 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 
that's true. Dark. Dark. Hey, uh, you know what's not? You know what else is dark? Uh, Locke's attitude. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, so they run out of the cages and they go to the jungle. Mm-hmm. And um, Saeed comes and they're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then Jack is like, Saeed helped you get out. He cut the power. Exactly. So now the whole crew is together. They're walking through the jungle. Um, first thing we see, let me just make sure I've got this order right. So... We first see Locke arrive at the Ajira plane, uh-huh. flight three sixteen, which um, we've not we've seen a little bit of. Uh, this is the plane that they come back to the island on, uh-huh. and it's safe. I like and that sun. plane. It's a nice looking plane. Uh, Locke, bit of a beaut. Bit of a beauty. Bit of a bit of a hard beaut. She's a real fucking beaut. Oh, love that beaut. Let me tell you about that plane. Oh, the stories she could tell you, love. Let me show you the cockpit. No. I'm just talking about planes. You're just talking about planes. <laughs> let, let me let me show you the wingspan. Hey, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, Want to join me back in the tail section? <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> Awful. Uh, okay. every, every episode, we stray further and further from God's light. <laughs> 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 yeah, those were bad. Um, so, uh, so then we get a great little scene. We get a fantastic scene. Where John Locke, highlight. John Locke, aka the Smoke Monster, mm. walks up to the plane. It's being guarded by Widmore's two incompetent henchmen. <laughs> two awful henchmen. Two goober-looking goobers. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, stop that!" And he doesn't stop. So they start shooting John Locke, but he doesn't respond to bullets for some reason <laughs> even though he does respond to other types of physical attacks yeah but bullets are fine bullets did don't work on him mm-hmm. um so then he just walks right up snacks then snaps the neck of one of them mm-hmm. shoots the other one with a rifle yep it's very i feel like terry o'quinn is having a blast oh this he's season. having the time of his because they're life. just like we're just gonna make you a uh, evil fucker yeah and he's just like sick nothing can hurt <laughs> nothing you. nothing can hurt you and you're going to manipulate everyone and do cool shit all the time yeah uh, that is the real like silver lining of mm-hmm. the absurdity of season six mm-hmm. is that terry quinn <laughs> terry o'quinn got the role of his life yeah absolutely like, <laughs> it's like yeah they just turned him into john wick it's the best <laughs> it's just the <laughs> he best he murders so many people in he, this episode <laughs> he murders a, like he has, he has a real body count doesn't yeah. he yeah uh so uh he walks up to the plane he enters the plane he sees some wires and he sees some c4 yeah and the gang arrives, the whole squad, uh-huh. and they're like, whoa, these guys are dead. And Locke comes out and he's like, that's because I killed them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's literally a quote. What is the real quote? <laughs> no, okay, here's the real quote. His neck's been broken. Locke pops out from behind a bush. That's because I broke it. <laughs> oh, my God. The dialogue in this episode is all that the writers really are on to something here they're just like uh they're on one for sure um so speaking of being on one Uh Locke gets off of the plane and tells them all about how like hey you you bozos we're gonna get on this plane but that's exactly what charles widmore wanted because he rigged this all up with c4 
get you all up nice in a tight closed space where you can't get away blow it all up take care of everyone uh all at once including myself uh i also want to mention that Locke's motive <laughs> during this whole like Locke's Locke slash smoke monsters motive uh-huh. is that he wants to get off of the island mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and hey that's what he's that's why he's like getting the gang and stuff exactly because he knows that they want to get off the island exactly and he's like i will help you get off the island if you, you help, help me, me get, get off, off the, the island, island. exactly yeah. Uh, but he well we'll get to it we'll we'll get to it his his motives are multifaceted multi several facets mm. so he basically says well guess what we may have this but we we may have lost this but we also have a submarine that we can use hell yeah so let's use that instead what do you say and they're like cool sure. cool and good planes trains and submarines so the gang uh walks up to widmore sub nobody seems to be guarding it at all nobody uh and so they uh they just walk in they just walk in they just open up the hatch yeah. of the sub and go inside yeah sawyer and the gang uh, uh you get they get separated into a bunch of squads a lot happens sawyer and frank are down there yeah they everyone else is sort of up mm-hmm. uh sawyer guard or something uh sawyer and uh frank basically hijack it they uh hold the pilot of the submarine at gunpoint uh-huh. and say like you know uh you know we're taking control of this uh, while this happens, uh, Sun takes, not Sun, sorry, uh, Kate takes a bullet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Widmore's people have finally arrived. <laughs> they are in the trees now. They're in the trees, and they are shooting at the gang. And their first bullet is a direct hit. A direct hit at Kate. And then, predictably, not a single other bullet lands after that. That's absolutely the case. So, uh, Saeed and Claire and Sawyer, various people, Locke included, are all uh, firing at the... Jack as well. Jack as well. They're all firing at having a big gunfight with Widmore's people. No one is hitting anyone. No one is hitting anyone, but eventually everyone on uh, our side starts killing everyone on Widmore's (laughs) side. Yeah, exactly. Eventually. The tables turn dramatically mm-hmm. whenever the good guys mm-hmm. a- acquire the gift of aim, mm-hmm. and the bad guys, who are basically mm-hmm. trained private soldiers, mm-hmm. still cannot ha- figure out mm-hmm. how to like shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. You know how this <laughs> ragtag group of people who just so happen to be on a plane one time are all excellent shots. Yeah. And the like, a team of mercenaries <laughs> can't hit can't hit a barn. <laughs> Just are not good. Yeah. Uh, so save for that perfect shot. That, that w- one. Yeah, time. you get they, you get one. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. The gangs and the p- folks are in the sub. Uh, pe- someone's trying to tend to Kate's wound. Uh-huh. Uh, someone's like, get Kate in the sub. There's a lot happening. Uh, one significant thing that happens is that on the way here. Uh, Sawyer was like, well, I guess I was wrong about you, Smokey. I guess we can trust you after all, because you've saved our lives a lot. Uh, and then Sawyer kind of pulls Jack aside, and he's like, I don't really trust this guy. Uh, when we're walking up to the sub, you got to shove that guy into the, shove that guy off. Shove he lock said, off. Yeah, he said, get him in the water, and I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> a a promise that he does not he follow through on. He sure doesn't, because Jack uh, has a fun, cool moment where he goes, uh, uh, Jack basically doesn't want to leave the island uh-huh. for reasons that are vague and unclear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he's helping his friends escape, but he doesn't want to leave the island. No. Uh, so he's like, okay. Uh, and Locke is like, hey, come on. Why don't you come along, Jack? It'll be, uh, you, It'd you, be fun, buddy. The, you're, you, don't, you don't got nothing to stay here for anyway. 
And Jack says, well, you know who told me to stay here? man named John Locke. And uh, then he shoves him right in the ocean. Shoves him in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the smoke monster mm-hmm. does not respond to bullets, mm-hmm. but you can push him. You can dunk him. It and he is w- a very established thing. It might not hurt him, but it will actually fucking like cause him to struggle for a bit it will take a long time Mm -hmm. for him to get out of the water Mm -hmm. even though he is the smoke monster Mm -hmm. who can do basically anything yeah exactly um but yet he's still somehow tethered to this island he is yeah Mm -hmm. so uh the sub Everybody effectively, except for Claire, who stays behind arbitrarily. Yeah. They're like shouting. Everyone's <laughs> like, Claire, come. Yeah. And then like she's still shooting. Yeah. And then two minutes later, they're like, Claire, we're leaving. And <laughs> she's still, still shooting. shooting. <laughs> so then they leave. And then as soon as it's like the sub is sinking, Claire turns around. It's like, wait. <laughs> and then goes to the smoke monster. They left me. <laughs> it's like, yes, they did. <laughs> and then Locke goes. <laughs> Well, don't you worry, because you do not want to be on that submarine. So Jack is tending to Kate's bullet wound, and he's looking through his pack. And what does he find in his pack? What does he find in? Oh, a a bomb. A fucking bomb. C four. I love who C four attached to a wristwatch. Of course, the classic rigging operation. Oh my god. Um, so it's the time. You got a timer. It's ticking down, and there's a bomb. And everybody's like, how the heck did that get in there? It must have been luck. Oh, we really, you mean we couldn't trust the murderous, rampaging smoke monster manifestation of evil? Oh Weird. My God. Weird, huh? You mean the man who took our friend's body? Yeah. You mean, you mean the man who uh, seems to have been constantly manipulating all of us from the beginning? Yeah. We, we really trusted him. We really thought we were going to game him. Oh. Uh, anyways. Uh, so a debate begins. Uh, the Said and Sawyer are working, and they're saying like, "Okay, well, look, we can defuse the bomb. Maybe if we go this boop beep, and if we go a little like these wires here and battery and such." Uh-huh. And Jack goes, "Wait a second! I figured it out. What if Locke can't kill us? What if Locke is not allowed to kill us?" And they're like, "What do you mean?" And Jack says. Well, think about it. If he wanted to kill us, why wouldn't he have just done it? True. Which is sound. True. And uh, I believe something that we know also, not you and I necessarily, but Uh it is established that there are arbitrary rules that uh, Locke is... He can't just kill them. Exactly. He can't kill the people who were chosen by Jacob. So ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to to Lost, baby. Love the show. What if he's trying to get us to kill each other? Exactly. And Sawyer's like, you're fucking, come on, buddy. Uh, I've seen, I've, I may have been back and forth through time, but this, I do not this, believe. Yeah. This, this is a bridge too far. No sense. This is just nonsense. I may have been back and forth through time and seen a shape-shifting smoke monster manifest as my good friend, John Locke. Uh, uh, but you, I just, I, I don't like know. I like how it's funny because it's like, 
that is what Sawyer's saying, but that is also like we went through that as well, yeah. where we're like, these rules are arbitrary and ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like they just went back and forth through time <laughs> and we're dealing with the shape shifting smoke monster. It's like, yeah, none of this makes any sense. We're just like Sawyer. Yeah, we're just like Sawyer. That's why he's our that's why he spent so long being our protagonist. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because he's just the he's just trying to make sense of it all, same as us. Uh, so Sawyer eventually goes, no, and he pulls the wires. Uh-huh. And, and for a second, the timer stops, and everybody is wondering if they can breathe. Uh-huh. And they start to breathe. And then... The timer goes quicker! It goes quicker! And then Saeed goes, hey, listen, here's some important information. I forget what I said, but here it is. And and Jack's like, why are you telling me this? And Saeed's like, why the fuck else, idiot? And he takes the bomb, and he runs... <laughs> He runs down the submarine. And then he blows up. He blows up. And that is how Saeed Jarrah dies for real. Crazy. Dead Saeed dies again. Dead Saeed dies again. He gets blowed up. <laughs> There's a real poetry to dead Saeed dies again. Dead Saeed dies like sh- again. That's like uh, <laughs> dead Saeed dies again, never worn. there's like a poetry to it oh that's sweet um so now we got a sub that's filling up with water Uh and uh, if you thought it's up to their necks it's up to their necks it gets up to their necks very quickly very quickly and everybody's kind of frantically going and uh lapidus gets bodied by a door Uh um uh (laughs) i want to take a break from this action to highlight a, Lapid- a Frank Lapidus funny moment <laughs> that uh, I just remembered from earlier in the episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so Frank, <laughs> by the fact that he's wearing a pilot's uniform at all times, uh-huh. that's how you know that his oh, main I... personality trait is he- he's a pilot. He is a pilot, yeah. And he, uh, when they first get to the Ajira flight, the plane, when they first get to the big plane, uh, everybody's kind of standing around. There's like corpses on the ground, uh-huh. and <laughs> Frank, without missing a beat, is like, "Oh, let's see if this baby can fly." <laughs> God damn it, Frank! <laughs> Not now. Just too horny for planes. No, he loves. Planes. He loves to go in the sky. Get me into that cockpit. Honestly, if you got if you got me in the sky, I don't know if I'd ever come down. Truly. Honestly, well, you're not like John Locke. <laughs> That's true, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. True. Um, so, <laughs> the gang is back to the sinking submarine. Everybody's escaping. It's dramatic. They uh, just are leaving the submarine yeah. somehow. That's yeah. not really addressed. It's not really addressed. They're just kind of like, go, and then that's it. Because uh, <laughs> I, would, I would think that if there's a big hole in the submarine and water is rushing in, you could not escape through that hole uh, because there is so much force behind that exactly. water. Exactly. It seems like an intense amount of pressure, especially for a submarine, which is which as I understand pressure is a whole thing. Pressure is a whole thing. It's very like deep under the water mm-hmm. where there is a lot more pressure yeah. than at the time at, at the time that they get the bomb, the bomb has 3 minutes left and they're like take this up. But that'll take five minutes. Yeah. So they are still They're, two minutes away from yeah, the top. At the very least. Um, so the <laughs> Also they would have to be pretty far off the coast. Yeah. In order to be so far away from land that mm. they are five minutes underwater. That is true, yes. They would have to be they would have to be making a huge swim to make it back. Yeah. But uh, they all do. 
They all do. Well, it is not addressed how that happens. Uh, there is also uh, there is also a moment where Hurley is like, "I gotta go get Saeed." <laughs> oh my god! And poor Jack has to be like, "Dude, he's dead. He's Hurley. gone." And Hurley's like, "What?" But if, but he died before and he came back. I guess so. <laughs> so like, yeah, the bomb worked this time. <laughs> dead Saeed has died. Uh, so dead Saeed is dead for real, and <sighs> so. <laughs> The big centerpiece of this is that Sun is stuck behind some debris. Yeah. And while everybody's, I think Hurley grabs the bullet-ridden Kate, uh, and uh, but before they go, Jin's like, "Guys, help! Sun's here," and they try. They go back to try to help push some debris off. Uh huh. But the water's still at their necks, and they're like, "Oh no, it's still at our necks. We can't." They have stay like here. a four-minute scene where mm-hmm. the water is at their neckline. Mm-hmm. Even though it reached their neckline in about one minute. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the water stops very quickly rising. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and they uh, eventually, Jin's like, "You guys got to go on. I'll I'll save her." And they're like, "No, you won't." And Jin's like, "Yes, I will." And they're like, "Okay." Uh, and eventually, Sun is like, Jin's there. The struggling Sun's like, "You have to go. You're not gonna save me." Yeah. And Jin's like, "I'm never leaving you again." And Sun's like, no, please, actually, we have a daughter, please. And Jin's, Jin's like, like no, I'm going to die. I'd no, rather die. <laughs> and, so, and they die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we that get was a, a little bit lit. Uh, I like that the submarine does successfully kill three people. Yeah, I appreciate the... There's some things I appreciate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that it's like, like you know, three major characters are killed in one fell swoop. Which uh-huh. even for Lost, a show of uh, a show where it's like, oh, every anybody can die. Yeah, uh, it's very clear though yeah. that not anybody can exactly. Die in Lost. Yeah. But it also does raise the stakes. It yeah. makes it like, oh, okay, like because up until now it's still kind of like unclear where Locke is yeah. aligned. Yeah, it's like they're not all gonna make it. Exactly. We start to fully understand exactly. That. Um, which yeah, which I appreciate. We also need to address the fact that yes. in this, like their final moments together, yeah. these incredibly emotional, intense yeah. moments. Yeah. Sun and Jin only speak English. Yes, I think Jin says one thing in Korean, but they're saying "I love you" and "I love you too" to each other in English. That would not happen. I don't think that would happen if you were dying. <laughs> That's it. I think you're like, it's like, okay, this is a prime opportunity to brush up on my second language. <laughs> Make sure I get it right. Better practice for the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never know when this could come in handy. Yeah. You know, like tomorrow or yeah. any other day that yeah. I'm alive. Any of the future days where I'm going to live through this. Um, also need to address the fact that literally all of the non-white characters die. Oh yeah, none of the like <laughs> none of the white characters die. In the, this all episode. the white characters are fine. Uh, the non-white characters, not so much. They all die in the water. Not great. <laughs> no, not great. Not great. I feel like you could have like, you know, I don't. I hate to see Sawyer die. But I feel like that would have been Sawyer, a, kill yeah. Claire at least. Yeah. She's not doing anything anymore. Yeah, kill Hurley. That'd be sad. That'd be that'd be that would raise the stakes for sure. Exactly. Uh, but because Hurley is one of those characters that you just know they don't want to kill. Absolutely. Um, but it's like there's three episodes left. Kill him. Exactly. But like it's definitely like bad. It's just yeah. there's no there's no defending that decision. Yeah. It's simply, especially that yeah the three non-white characters 
where like it's one thing that they killed them but that's also so indicative of like yeah. the place that all of those characters were offered within the stories are exactly in invariably they're just not as important re more disposable than the white characters yeah then even a hurley yeah exactly lot like i understand jack and Locke and and people like that where they are yeah without a doubt your main character exactly but yeah like kate sawyer yeah hurley there's a long list yeah, exactly it's it's a it's a in a very embarrassing show that stands as one of the more most embarrassing decisions yeah <laughs> um but uh look the gang swims back to the beach and they're all sad uh kate's handling a bullet very well oh very well Handling a bullet and a bomb. Mm. She's been through a lot. Uh, I also want to mention that we get some sad scenes of uh, once every, we, everybody's out of the sub, we get some scenes that are supposed to be sad of like the fully submerged submarine and we see like Sun and Jin's oh, hand. Oh, but they, it just looks like it was filmed in a bathtub. It just looks like shit. It's awful. It looks bad. We also, any exterior shots of the sub are fully CG and they also look like trash. Yeah, they look like, I don't know. It's bad. They don't look like anything really. I I would believe that the opening cutscene of Metal Gear Solid 1 looks better yeah. than this, this CG sub. Have you ever watched like any of the old Adam West Batmans? Uh a little bit, yeah. The I've old like Batman the movie had a sub in it. Yeah. And it I would not say it looked worse. Yeah, it's like co comparable. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because it was like clearly uh, phony but it, it wasn't CG so they had to do something because mm -hmm. they couldn't animate it. Exactly. Uh there's one more scene after everyone sat on the beach about how everyone died. Uh, and it's Locke and Claire sitting on the dock, and Cl and Locke's like, "Oh, the sub sank." And Claire's like, "What?" But they were on it. And Locke's like, "That's good. I'm bad." And Lo Claire's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what?" And Locke's like, "I'm gonna go kill the rest of them now. Bye." The Chill. end. The end. Very weird. So, we've talked a lot about this episode. A lot happened. A lot happened. But you know what? Even more happened. Even more happened. Be Some very <laughs> frivolous shit. Some incredibly frivolous shit happened. Let me remind y'all about season six, the episode of Lost, where instead of learning more about the characters' pasts or futures, we decide to spend a lot of time in an alternate world where the show asks, hmm, what if the flight 815, the fateful flight... The fateful flight in which all our characters are intertwined. What if that flight landed upon Los Angeles safe and sound? And let me tell you, the answer is not very interesting. It's not that interesting. Well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> but we've got, we've got John Locke in a hospital bed. John Locke's in a hospital bed. First scene of the episode. John Locke wakes up in a hospital bed. Jack's there. Jack and is his doctor. Jack is his doctor. What are the odds? And uh, <laughs> probably one in one. Probably one in one because one hundred percent chance <laughs> of that happening. And Jack says, "Hey, remember me from the airport? Uh, anyways, uh, you were in a bad accident, but uh, I think I've got you fixed up pretty good. Also, notice that your legs don't work. Uh, but guess what? It's really funny what he says when he's like." 
What's that? When I was in there, like I got to take a look at like the trauma done to your spine, and it's like, oh, is that how surgery works? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that maybe that is correct, but it does seem bizarre. It seems invasive. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You're doing like a life-saving surgery right now, and you're just checking out my spine. <laughs> just like making sure. I'm. I'm t- to be fair, if there was anybody I wanted looking at, looking at the rest of my innards and if there's any t- more appropriate time to do it yeah certainly it would be during a surgery that's true that's true peel the skin back a little bit further and exactly. take a look Doc. <laughs> exactly just scope it all out scope it out um use so. your stethoscope if you need to <laughs> uh 360 note stethoscope um that's something probably oh that's funny should <laughs> really skilled doctors playing Call of Duty. That's <laughs> a a, no that's scoping, just like puts a heart to or puts ear to heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just listens. <laughs> just listens really good. Yeah. It's like, mm. oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh, still beating. <laughs> it's still there. Um, uh, so he says, "Hey, guess what? We're looking at your spine." And I think you might be a candidate for surgery. For surgery, uh, for us, I can th- fix your spine, and also there is zero risk. Yeah, which also seems a little questionable. Seems, seems a little uh, sus. Seems like Jack is overly optimistic mm-hmm. here, being like, "I can, I can absolutely fix. I can absolutely fix you, your spine." And then he's like, what's the risk? And Jack is like, there's no risk. Um, <laughs> and Locke is like, mm, no, I don't think so. That's yeah. fine. Uh, and Jack's like, are you sure? And Locke's like, I really, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, and also we meet uh, Locke's fiance, who's played by Katie Seagal. Oh, yeah. Who you would know as the voice of Leela from Futurama. Oh, no way. Yeah, way. Hey, Katie. Hey, Katie. Um, so... Next scene, Jack goes to visit a little dentist. And who's this oh dentist? Oh, my God. You're never going to believe this dentist. It is Bernard. It's got to be Bernard. And what is... So Jack comes in and he's like, three years ago, you did like a emergency dental surgery on this man, John Locke. Yeah. Um, can you tell me about him? Yeah. And how does Bernard respond but by saying... Don't you remember me, Jack? <laughs> we sat beside each other on the flight. And I remember whenever I went to go to the bathroom, you hit on my wife, Rose. So I will not help you. <laughs> Crazy. Very weird. <laughs> Bernard with the huge power play. So I guess what the what what changed in this alternate timeline for Bernard is that he is living his best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is telling off people like yeah. Jack for and hitting on his wife that one time. And on everybody's just like, you know what, Bernard? Thank you for calling me out. Yeah. Oh my god. So he gives so he says, Look, can't tell you much because you hit on my wife. But here's a name. It's Anthony Cooper. Uh-huh. And Locke goes to visit sorry, Jack goes to visit Anthony Cooper. And he's like goes to a hospital and says, Hey, can I see Anthony Cooper? And who else is there? But Katie Seagal, um, Locke's fiance, and <laughs> he's and he's like, oh yeah, remember me from the hospital? I'm here to see Anthony Cooper. And Katie's like, what the heck are you talking about? You don't you don't you don't want to see Anthony? No, Anthony. We don't want to see Anthony. 
and uh, they end up going in to see Anthony and Anthony's Locke's dad, who stole uh-huh. his kidney that one time. And he's basically in a vegetative state. But in this, I guess we are to believe that in this mm-hmm. form of reality, mm-hmm. they have a good relationship. Yes. He didn't steal a kidney from Locke, yeah. I would imagine. I would I would hope so. Yeah. Nothing Nothing about this uh, world implies that in this world, yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. It seems like they had a normal relationship or mm-hmm. something. Uh, but regardless, uh, Coop's in a vegetative state. And we get a long close-up on that unmoving, mm-hmm. unresponsive face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's it's something. Uh, and then Claire goes to visit Jack for some reason. Oh, yeah. just to, They just constantly mm-hmm. are shoving down our throats yeah. the idea that all of these people were on this flight together. Yeah, and exactly. Like, we knew that from day one. It's literally... Six <laughs> years ago, I knew this information. This is not new information. Yeah, it's literally like they have a whole to-do about how Claire is Jack's half-sister. And he's like, he gave me this music box in a will. And, like, they're just, and then Claire's like, well, I just got into L.A. a few days ago. And Jack's like, a-, a few days ago? Well, which flight were you on? And Claire's like, flight 815. Oh. And, Claire, and Jack's like, bugada, bugada, what's going on? I was on that flight on that very same flight. It Can seems like every single character I talk to is on this freaking yeah, flight. Exactly. I can't believe it. It's what so are the fucking odds? So ridiculous. <sighs> Anyways, that scene amounts to basically nothing. Uh, except for you get a nice moment where Jack's like, hey, uh, uh, we're family. And it's fine. Um, but uh, the final scene, and this is a scene I actually did enjoy. I kind liked of. this scene, too, because it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. the, actors the actors are acting. The actors are acting their asses off. There's some amount of drama. Uh, what the scene is, is Locke is on his way out of the hospital. And Jack manages to stop him uh, just as he's leaving and say, hey, you know, are you absolutely sure you don't want to see the surgery? You don't want to do the surgery. Uh-huh. And Locke is like, look, I told you no. And Jack says, hey, I visited your comatose grandfather, or real father, Mm -hmm. just plain old father. And Locke's like, fucking, hey, chill out, dude. Chill, (laughs) doctor. Please. You're a very invasive doctor. (laughs) This is is a bit extreme. And Jack's like, I don't... Jack basically gives him this whole to-do about, like, how when my dad died, I couldn't really... I had a lot of trouble letting go. And it was hard for me, and I'm still struggling with it. But he's gone, and I got to accept that. And your dad was gone a long time ago, and you have to accept that also. And Locke kind of opens up about how in this reality, Uh uh, (laughs) the reason that Locke and also his dad have lost their legs, Uh uh, the reason that this is the way it is, is because Locke got his private pilot's license Uh and took his daddy out on a flight immediately mm-hmm. crashed immediately the crashed the plane he was not a good mm-hmm. pilot whatsoever mm-hmm. Locke's destiny is to be in be plane crash yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh and so you know what i love about that actually that? is that um that suggests that something similar happened in the other reality because even in the island reality mm-hmm. Locke is in the wheelchair mm-hmm and that's the explanation we get. Or did something else happen in that one? Uh, I'm confused about which reality you're talking about. Well, in both realities, he's in a wheelchair. Yes. 
in the new reality, yeah. he's explained as having been in a plane crash. Yes. So in the old reality, why is he in a wheelchair? We haven't found that yet. Is it because of the same plane crash? It's not because of the same plane crash. No. <laughs> this is this is this is new fiction. Why do they keep putting Locke in this chair? <laughs> <laughs> because they need to symbolize the idea of a person as broken oh in an easy and shitty way. <laughs> That's one thing about Locke's character that nobody really addresses. Oh. And I'm not going to act like an expert on disability here, so I'm not going to say more than more than the bare minimum here, but it seems a little whack to be like, now that I, I a wheelchair person, have my legs back, I'm whole. I'm a value I'm again. finally yeah. whole. Seems, exactly. Seems fucking weak. Yeah, and that, like, yeah, the, the plot of this entire thing is just Jack obsessively being mm -hmm. like, we need to fix you, and yes. Locke is like... Yeah. Stop trying to fix yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just please. be my friend. Just, just let me be. <laughs> Which, like, good on log, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, for all the shit that the these alternate realities uh, do get, and they do deserve them, uh, I enjoyed them in this episode as a respite from the fucking batshitness on the island. Uh -huh. um, I enjoyed that last scene in particular. Literally, like, Matthew Fox and Terry O'Quinn are, like, perpetually, like, just on the verge of tears the whole oh, time. Oh, it's good. That was a good scene. It's, like, yeah. well acted. They did well. They did yeah. really fucking well. And I was, like, kind of, it caught me really off guard. I was, like, wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> What's going on? This was all hilarious before this happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, thought the drama was yeah. entirely fake. Exactly. And, like, the stakes of it are completely not there except for, like, just, like, they're performing their asses That's off. it, because it's, like, we just watched three very important characters all die, mm. and we were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we watched this thing that is utterly meaningless, yeah. but it's, like, they did create some tension and drama within the scene. Yeah, there's something to it, especially because it's, like, you don't get, like... I think just Jack and Locke across from each other is just yeah. always electric. And it's neat to see them in this context where they're not like fucking at each other's throats yeah and they it's don't like, have any history or exactly anything. and jack's like being like hey let me help you mm -hmm. that's what i think the the problem with this the alternate stuff is they should have done that way more that's they it leaned way into it that's instead of it. just being like what if uh bernard was a guy yeah exactly so here's a cop here yeah exactly like, that. they should have just uh, yeah i don't know um so what did you think of this whole fucking wild ass episode awful <laughs> garbage not good truly bad television not good definitely uh bad for sure very bad uh a lot of stuff that makes little to no sense uh-huh um i mean we've 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 gone into it we've talked about it Ugh. we talked about everything that happened in this episode it's garbage it's bad <laughs> but i do want to see the finale <laughs> you're gonna you're going to someday. I want to see everyone else die. Though you'll get that chance. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's a, it's an exhausting episode. It's so ridiculous. There's so much of that. It's just so damn much. There's too much. You know, I hope our next episode is not quite so exhausting. What do you say we go to old random.org? Uh, I like that plan. Should I be going to random or should I be going to the other old? Uh, uh, you should be going to random because I'm... Busting open at Google Sheets. Okay, random.org is um, a random number generator. And it's true random. It uses static noise, not a predictable algorithm. Finally. So you might enjoy that aspect of it, viewers at home. Yeah, um, I, I also want to... Okay, before we roll, Yeah. I just want to say one more thing about this episode. 
all the scenes of the submerged wait we, we mentioned that before yeah. actually right yeah what i want to say is that this episode tricks you into thinking something is happening by having a lot of things happen and then if you think about any of them it just fucking is nothing nothing it's, really happens it's just nothing of they kill three characters that mm-hmm. didn't have any bearing on the story really mm-hmm. any real bearing because they mm-hmm. they refuse to kill anyone who seemed mm-hmm. to be of great importance mm-hmm. and uh which is unfortunate exactly uh it's just i don't know i don't know how how many more times we can repeat that but like it just season yeah. season six is uh disappointing it's a disappointment garbage uh for sure Anyways. um i rolled one to 121 yes and i got 15 15 i have a feeling we might have already watched this we in fact have not we've watched 16 we have not watched 15 hell yeah this is season one of course season one the episode is called homecoming and my friend it's a charlie episode it's a charlie episode Mm -hmm. i'm down for a little more charlie i I like making fun of him i haven't seen charlie in a minute and i'd love to see him in a season one context all right hey thanks for friends we're coming home we're coming home country road to the place i have known i've been born uh, West Virginia. North Virginia. Uh, take me home. South Virginia. East Virginia. West Virginia. Central Virginia. Upside down Virginia? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to think that's of. That's exactly it. Okay. Uh, chaos Virginia. Chaotic neutral Virginia. Uh, Virginia Prime. Virginia Wolf. We got to end this podcast where this is the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I've been Bean Levy. I've been James Brown. Thank you so much for listening to our silly little nonsense. And like we said, the end of every one of these episodes.